We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for February 3rd, 2013. Continuing on regarding this uh, Mercedes-Benz commercial that's airing tonight for the Super Bowl, the music that they're playing in the background is Sympathy for the Devil by the Rolling Stones. One of the most blatant odes to Satan in music history. Now, the lyrics start out, um, well, in the commercial, it starts out, a satanic spirit enters the diner. Now, that's after you see the dog, the hellbound dog, okay, which we just gave the description of that in the last teaching. The lyrics begin on Sympathy for the Devil, Mick Jagger singing, Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. I've been around for a long, long year, stole many a man's soul and faith. I was around when Jesus Christ had his moment of doubt and pain. Made D-A-M-N sure that Pilate washed his hands and sealed his fate. Okay, so this is, this is the song, Sympathy for the Devil. One of the most popular songs of all time by the Rolling Stones. Okay, and again, Pilate obviously had the ability to either, you know, free Jesus or not free him. And that's why it says, made sure that Pilate washed his hands and sealed his fate. And then it goes, and then it says, pleased to meet you. Hope you guess my name. But what? But what's puzzling you is the nature of my game. So again, very accurate description of Satan here. Okay, uh, with a very clear reference to stealing souls, faith, and the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. This song is clearly referring to Satan. The song soon makes it clear by using the name for the devil, Lucifer, used in the Bible in Isaiah 14. And the song goes on to say, just as every cop is a criminal and all saint, sinners saints, as heads is tails, just call me Lucifer, because I'm in need of some restraint. So this is the song here. Now, this song is particularly wicked and evil. Um, I'm going to play a clip in the first few minutes of Rolling Stone's Sympathy for the Devil. This is live in 1969 in Altamont. And I watched a couple of these videos I'm going to play about the first three minutes here and kind of guide you through it here, what we're seeing. There's so many of you. Just be cool down the front and don't push around. Okay, this is Mick Jagger talking to the crowd. I mean, just gigantic crowds, okay, when these guys performed. And he's telling everybody down in front, don't, you know, be cool and don't push around too much. Just keep still, <laughs> keep together. He's high as a kite. Oh, yeah. Now the people are already starting to go nuts. Now, I've watched enough of these, of when they start Sympathy for the Devil concert footage... I, I, there's a there's another tape out there. I don't know if it's the one they sold their soul for rock and roll uh, by the Goodwin guy or if it's another one. But there's one particular piece of footage, I believe it's black and white on this, where they start this song and the crowd just starts going nuts, just like this one. This is a totally different event. And then you see something fly and I guess hit somebody. Somebody threw something. I don't know if it was a bottle or what, but it killed the person. person died. You're literally witnessing a murder at the start of this concert, or not the start, but where they start playing this song 
in particular, and it's not like, it's not like it's like some heavy metal Metallica song where, you know, you would just assume of just getting real violent potentially. It's, it, you wouldn't even think that so much with this song regarding just the way the tempo of the song goes. But for some reason, obviously, it's totally satanic. This song incites people and they go into a rage and they go crazy nuts. And you're seeing the crowd now going, starting to go nuts already. Now, ironically speaking, the Hell's Angel, Hell's Angels, the biker, one of the worst, well, probably the most notorious biker club in all the world, Hell's Angels, okay, so fallen angels, so demons, are the providing the security for the concert. So when you look out, you see the Rolling Stones, and then you see this row of Hell's Angels. They've all got their their placard biker jackets on with their you know Hell's Angels things on the back. And they're the ones that are trying to restrain the crowd. Now, they're notorious for, you know, doing this particularly back in the 60s and, and notorious for actually supplying the drugs at a lot of these concerts and providing their own brand of security. Now, they're just going nuts. The people are going crazy already. Fights... The Hell's Angels are all right in, you know, the middle of it. It's just one big gigantic brawl now in the front here. And that's why they're not singing, because they're trying to wait for kind of things to calm down. Brothers and sisters in, in Satan. Come on now. That means everybody just cool out. <laughs> he had to stop we the concert. Cool this happened all the time. With this song. Everybody be cool now. Come on. Alright. How are we doing over there? Alright. Can we still make it down the front? Is there anyone there that's hurt? Huh? I'm sure plenty of people got Everyone hurt. Everyone alright? Okay. Alright. I think we're a cool. We can do. We're all funny hands when we start that number. Okay, I, unfortunately I hit the mute there for a sec. He says, something always funny happens when we start that number. Okay, and now again, that was standard procedure. When they started to play Sympathy for the Devil, which is the main music for this, you know, satanic Mercedes-Benz commercial, where they're making a deal with the devil, they're playing Sympathy for the Devil, and this song has an unbelievable history of evil, and inciting rage, and evil, and even death. Okay, so again, there's there's no red flags here, nothing to see, you know, just walk away, and no, not a big deal. You know, it's just... Uh, it's just insane here. So then we go further. 
Uh, and we see the guy's ring. And additionally, at the 13-second mark in the video of the short version, William Defoe is shown wearing both a Freemasonic ring um, and a, some other ring. I don't know what this other ring is. It looks like some kind of devil thing. But it's a free... Clearly, you, and here's a, a picture... A screen cutaway of the ring, square and compass, Freemasonic, just shows you, you know, I guess the devil loves the Macy's. He also has his nails filed down to a point, which is a nice touch. Uh, and the satanic contract then, which contains, which he puts in front of the guy, contains an inverted, it's called a Cairo, the symbol of the Catholic Church uses, and contains the phrase which I believe it's in Latin, which means seal placed of the master, the devil and the demons. Okay, and this is what he's he wants them to sign. Okay, but he doesn't because he figures he can cover the $29,000 payment. Um, uh, so, it goes on to say, the ad closes by instructing the viewer to set your soul free, and the number 13 is going up in flames. It, it says 2013, and then the 13 bursts into flames. So, probably also a, a predictor of the carnage that's that's bound to happen in this 2013, the year of rebellion. So, uh, goes on, the article goes on to say, the price of fame, selling your soul for riches. And then it shows a picture of just one of the headlights of the car in the, in the commercial, and this could be a subtle reference to the all-seeing eye of Lucifer, because it looks like an eye. The ad, while trying to be humorous, does allude to what the entertainment industry has long whispered about. The selling of one's soul to Satan for untold success. Many artists through the years have made reference to it. Here are several examples. Now, if you click on the actual link, you'll be able to see this. But Cayenne West has done it. Uh, Katy Perry's done it. Bob Dylan. In a very frank admission that is because of Satan, he's still performing. Um, obviously, Robert Johnson, The Crossroads Curse. Uh, that one, the deal with the devil seems like a very frightening and eerie ritual, but what is always left out in the discussion is that since all people are born sinning and continue to sin through their life, sinful humanity is under Satan's influence already. Ephesians chapter 2 makes this clear. And you have the quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, where in time ye, ye where in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air which is what we're referring to here with Satan, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom, whom also we had our conversation in times past in the lusts of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Even as others. Ephesians 2, verses 1 through 3. The Apostle Paul, writing to Christians in Ephesus, told them, you, meaning Christians, were once unsaved sinners. All people who do not have the saving faith of Jesus Christ are subject to the prince and power of the air, a title for Satan, and have and has his spiritual influence in them. This is reflected in the sinful behavior today. We see the lack of repentance, the concern for God uh, seen in much of and lack of concern for God seen in much of society today. So even without a contract, a person in the situation is under condemnation to spend eternity in hell with Satan when they die. And notice in the commercial, even though the young man turns down the deal, he still plans on getting the Mercedes-Benz and everything that comes with it. So again, they're just kind of pointing out one of the lies of the video. Um, then it, the next title is The Garden of Eden, the original deal with the devil. And um, this ad highlights the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. 
Um, and it shows him here with this girl that he gets once the uh, once he gets the car for the devil, in, in what he was imaging, at least. And eternal punishment is the consequence of our curse, the curse of our sin, going all the way back to the first two people on earth, the Garden of Eden. Satan made, Satan made his first deal with Eve, the first woman. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, if God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but not of the tree of uh, the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden. God hath said, Ye shall not eat it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. In other words, the pro first problem with Eve is that she entered into a dialogue with Satan. She was correcting him. Okay, Then he came back and said, oh no, that's not true. So you've got to be careful just even entering into a conversation with somebody who is satanic. Uh, coming into agreement with them. If you know somebody's evil, even if they say, isn't it a, you know, it's a really beautiful day, isn't it? Don't agree with them. Honestly, if they're that evil, walk away. You don't want to come into agreement with evil people. I know that's easier said than done, but I have, I believe that principle. I, I, I'm personally, I've seen it in my life and the lives of others. You don't want to get into agreement in any way, shape. And people that are evil will try to get you into agreement with them. Even on the most simple things. Even on something that is even true. But there's something spiritual that they're, they're trying to um, manipulate you. From that standpoint. And this is a, very similar to this in the Garden of Eden. And Satan, the serpent said, Ye shall not surely die, for God know, doth, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as gods, which is the same lie today with a lot of the New Agers and things of this nature. It's going to be the same lie that's offered to us by Satan and the false prophet. You're going to be as gods. It's the same lie of the whole... Um, we're going to go from the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius, and you're going to be as gods. And now, you know, you might need to uh, take the mark of the beast and do this or do that and get this vaccination and get this neural implant and become transhuman and, you know, maybe get a sex change while you're at it in order to do it. But, you know, you'll be as gods. Who, who knows what, what are going to be the conditions. So, um, and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. Genesis 3, 1 through 6. By promising her secret knowledge to become like a god, Satan deceived Eve into breaking, bringing sin, death, and God's judgment on the world. Satan, a far older and experienced being than any human, uses the same three seductions to lure humanity into sin. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh... The lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but of this world. 1 John 2.16 So again, we have all that in the Mercedes-Benz commercial. We have the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Man, it is all there in spades in this particular commercial. Huge. Once Satan put the seed of doubt in Eve's mind, she then noticed the fruit was pleasant to the eyes. Good for food. In other words, she was making excuses in order to sin. And a tree to be desired to make one desired to make one wise. Uh, she could satisfy her hunger. She could have something that looked good to her eyes, and she could boast in the divine wisdom she was going to supposedly obtain. This is the main tactic of Satan's system of temptation in the world since creation. And human being after human being has fallen for it, leading to sin and God's judgment abiding over them. 
But God in his mercy made a plan for redemption by bringing the promised Messiah into the world, Jesus Christ, who could conquer the devil and provide a way for permanent forgiveness of humanity um, for those that get saved. For when, okay, this is Romans 5, 6 through 10. For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. All right, sorry, I was just checking to see if that was KJV. I just New King James can be very, very similar, it, you know. Um, but New, New King James is corrupted, and um, you know it was corrupted particularly uh, so much so that they wanted to use a tri- triquetra symbol, which is the triple Wiccan goddess symbol on the label for many, many years. <laughs> One of the highest signs of the of of a witch, essentially. So. Romans 5, 6-10, For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure, meaning perhaps, for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. Now that's very important. We're justified through the shed blood of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary, which is something a lot of, let's say, people that would lead somebody to Christ through salvation, they don't emphasize that at all. It's not even mentioned. believe it's very important to mention the atoning sacrifice of the blood of Jesus Christ. We are justified by his blood. It's very important people understand that. Okay, he was a replacement, you know. He was he was our propitiation for sin. And and it was through his shed blood. We we could shed all the blood we wanted to. We're not going to get in heaven if we shed our own blood to try to save ourselves. Okay? But it's very important people understand that now. Being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. Uh, for if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God, by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. So, that's a very, very good point to know. Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, gave his life as a ransom in payment for sinful humanity who have been held hostage by sin and the devil's seduction. Satan even tried to challenge Jesus Christ when he was on earth by offering a deal. Um, this was... He, you know, he tried to do the same thing to Jesus Christ. Matthew 4, 1 through 11. Uh, then Jesus led up, was led up of the Spirit into the wilderness, wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungered, and the tempter came to him. He said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Then the devil taketh him up unto the holy city, and setteth him on the pinnacle of the temple, and saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee. In their hands they shall bear thee up, lest thy dash thy foot against a stone. Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Again the devil taketh him up in into an exceedingly high mountain, and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And he saith unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Uh, now he had those to give, because he was the prince and power of the air. He was the god of this present day world, essentially. Not the god of the universe. Not to say God couldn't, you know, do, have, 
take all that away from Satan, you know, with a thought, essentially. Um, but it goes on to say, Then Jesus saith unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only thou, thou shalt serve. Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, the angels came and ministered unto him. So it's very similar to this Mercedes-Benz commercial, because Satan literally did the same thing to Jesus Christ, you know. And he tried to do it when he was at his weakest after he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And you got to think if you'd fasted for 40 days, 40 nights, you're going to be at your weakest ever. And that's when he went to him. And that's when that Satan will typically try to strike us when we're at our weakest as well. Now, how did Jesus Christ overcome him? The word of God. The sword of the Lord, essentially. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. It's the only offensive weapon that we have in the full armor of God in Ephesians 6. So, he overcame him by quoting scripture back to him. That's why it's important to memorize scripture so you, you know the Holy Spirit can bring these things into remembrance which, that he has taught us. And that's why Jesus said, it's better that I go for when I go, I will send the Comforter, capital C, which was the Holy Spirit that indwells a born-again believer. And he will cause these things that I've taught you to be brought into remembrance whenever you need them. And that's how I believe I quote a lot of the scripture that I quote. It's just, it's just there in my head. I've, I've one time memorized it and read it. And I'm not bragging, but, but a lot of the times it's just, I believe it's the Holy Spirit. Okay, here's another Bible verse that applies. Here's another Bible verse that applies. And, and I'm not saying I'm anything special in that regard. I know there's a lot of people that know a lot more scripture than I do. But um, when, they, when the scriptures dwell in you, the Holy Spirit, it's like a well that you can draw on. And it's a well we're going to need to draw on particularly in the days and times we're going into, to be able to quote scripture to whatever situation you're facing. I think that's the way to handle these things. <clears throat> going further, Satan tempted Jesus with the same three lusts. The lust of the flesh, which would be making the stones into bread to satisfy his hunger. The lust of the eyes, which would be having every kingdom of the world. And the pride of life, which would be showing off his divine powers. But Jesus resisted, resisted the devil by standing on the word of God and believing it over the devil's empty promises. Ultimately, Satan wants to be God, and this is why he wanted Jesus to worship him. Uh, but, as, but for most people, the temptation to sin will come in a far more subtle manner. As with Eve, Satan will look to whatever makes you happy in life and offer it. Whether it's money, a new car, sexual pleasure, drugs, or revenge, the devil will set up that temptation as long as it brings you into rebellion against God Almighty. And there's another picture. It's he's he appears with some black rapper guy in the video, and it says Satan wants celebrities to appear to be on top of the world, you know, like they've got it all, whatever. So just as Satan offered Jesus the kingdoms of the world, so does he dangle fame and wealth to the many millionaire celebrities who use their entertainment to promote his sinful agenda. A star does not have to be a member of of a secret society to be Illuminati. They just have to be willing to do Satan's bidding. Um, and this is shown as pop culture has gone out of its way to promote rebellion, promiscuity, drugs, violence, and the cult. Now, I don't really know about that. I've heard of things where, in order to get to a certain level in Hollywood, you do have to be part of, of the satanic, some, it may not be the same satanic fraternity every time, or the same club, or whatever, like the Ordo Templar Orientis, which is a, particularly wicked one that Aleister Crowley started, uh, it's so disgusting what their belief system is, I can't even repeat it. 
Uh, I know a lady, my mom used to work with a lady, uh, her name was Betty, and she had a daughter that joined that, and just turned out she uh, turned up uh, totally murdered and mutilated in the back of a car uh, after she'd been in it, and, you know, she couldn't get the high priest there at the Order of Temple Orientis to really tell her anything, and I believe that she either got out of line or it was her time to go. She made that deal with the devil, and a lot of these rock stars, I've heard, have to join that one uh, that G. Craig Richards guy, I think, talked about them. Uh, some of these rap stars had to literally join the Ordo Templar Orientis in order to go further. So I don't know about that not having to join. I, I think you have to. I think you have to be a part of their their system. You just can't be some outsider with no occult affiliation. Because by having the occult affiliation, not only is it going to infest you with devils and demons, but you're going to have to take blood oaths. And those blood oaths, every time you take them, just like if you're a Freemason, you adopt a whole other layer of devils that are more wicked than the ones you got before when you took the other blood oath. Okay, This is why people that go up in the ranks of the Freemasons, and Bill Schneblin reported on this, that by the time you get to the 30th, the 31st, the 32nd, and 33rd, all of a sudden he was starting to have all these really weird, perverse fantasies about little kids. And, you know, in a perverse sexual way. And he had never been that way ever before. Where did it come from? It come from the devils that you were adopting as you went up the ranks. And so, I'm telling you, that, and again, that's where, you know, you get into that, and I mean, now you're into some of the most debauched evil things you could possibly be on in the planet. So, the devil wants to defile, and, and that's why he would want you to be part of something like that. So... Going further, it says, as this is shown in the pop culture, has gone out of its way to promote rebellion, promiscuity, drugs, violence, and the occult. William Defoe, who plays Satan in the commercial, played the role of Jesus Christ in the movie The Last Temptation of Christ. I didn't know that. Huh. Which is one of the most blasphemous portrayals of Jesus ever made. I mean, that guy just looks pure evil. That William Defoe guy. I mean, the fact that, that God has instructed the guy dead is absolutely amazing. A testament to his mercy. But, um... Yeah, he actually was in that movie. He also starred in the movie Antichrist, a film in which his character's wife was supposed to be a Satan-type character. So, yeah, he's got a really good pedigree. Um, the Bible warns, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. 1 Peter 5.8 Satan wants to bring as many people to hell with him as possible, and all that takes is keeping the hearts and minds of people far from the God and his word. The farther a person gets from God and looking into their own wants and desires, the less the consequences of their sin will matter. Very true. So while the deal may seem sweet for a season, the end, the end result is destruction. Do not be deceived. Uh, we have detailed at beginning and end the, the uh, Christian organization putting this out. Hollywood has become bolder and bolder when it comes to promoting an anti-Christian message. The message of pop culture is embodied in the Mercedes-Benz ad. Live for the moment, seek fame, wealth, and satisfy any lust you have. The devil wants humanity, humanity to believe that there is no purpose in life and no consequence to sin. But the Bible gives the truth and ultimately Satan wants to destroy humanity or have them worship him. This world and all its riches are fleeting. Satan has been judged and will burn in hell, really more so the lake of fire for eternity. Jesus Christ is returning to restore order and righteousness and all the wealth and fame of today will be gone, but your soul will remain to be judged. And this is why Jesus said, for what, what is man profited 
if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? No riches today are worth eternal torment in hell and then the lake of fire. So, this is entitled The Fallen Star, the part Satan wants you to forget. <laughs> I've got a feeling I know what they're going to talk about here. Now, I haven't... This is the first time I'm reading this as well, but it looked like a really good article. Uh, it shows a picture here, a poster of the Forever 27 Club. Okay, it looks like there's Jim Morrison and Jimi Hendrix and maybe Kurt Cobain. Forever 27. Okay. We get into the Bible verse, Isaiah 14, 12. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? Now, Lucifer, again, is the name of... It's, it's what Satan was called before he fell, essentially. Okay, Lucifer was his actual name, and then he fell and became Satan. Although celebrities appear to have it all and be gods and goddesses to the unwitting masses, many of them live tortured lives marked by tragic, untimely deaths. Pop singer Amy Winehouse is a recent example of a megastar who, while having all the fame and money the world can offer, ended up dying under tragic circumstances after battles with substance abuse. Oh, I didn't know this. Winehouse died at the age of 27, an age at which so many of the biggest icons in pop culture have died. There's actually a nickname called the 27 Club, and there's a link to this. I didn't know about this. Among the celebrities that have died at this age are Jim Morrison of The Doors, legendary rocker Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Kurt Cobain of the grunge rock group Nirvana, uh, by the way, Robert Johnson, mentioned above, also died at 27. Now, he was the first guy that ever officially made a deal with the devil that we're aware of regarding the modern-day soul rock music era. He was, even though he was Delta Blues, king of the Delta Blues, he was the one that went on to inspire, though, guys like Elvis and, and a lot of the early rock and roll. He was the one they said they looked back to. He died at 27. Well, say so you make that deal with the devil, and they'll literally sign a deal with the devil, just like in this commercial. I mean, literally in their own blood, they'll 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 cut their own blood, their arm open, and dip a quill feather in it, and sign sign the contract in their own blood is the way they typically will do it. Um, and a lot of times, the devil comes calling, and they're still quite young. You know, they have their fame, their fortune, all this other stuff. Now it's time to die and rot in hell for eternity. So. Um, there were also many more celebrities who spent their final days in deep depression, addicted to drugs, alcohol, and miserable life. Like Michael Jackson, Elvis Presley, possibly the two biggest stars of all time, for example. Um, just like Satan, I mean, Elvis was into all kind of garbage and occult stuff, and, and I mean, totally addicted to, to, to uh, I believe, painkillers and meds, and, you know, totally over, overweight, not taking care of himself. I mean, a guy, I believe he died on the toilet or whatever. You know, reading an occult book, essentially. You know, I mean, what a way to go. So, I mean, you look at Michael Jackson. I mean, my golly. I mean, th th that guy was so demon-possessed of the toenails, you could hardly look at him. I mean, what was that? What did he turn himself into through all that demonic plastic surgery that he had done? I mean, it was like he was trying to look like his father, the devil. It wasn't enough to, to act like him. He wanted to look like him, too. Because, I mean, he didn't even look human at the end. So... Anyway, um, just like Satan, who was once a glorious angel working for good, before turning evil and being punished by God, a large number of stars experienced a tragic fall. 
But by the time this happens, the entertainment industry has brought forth a new crop of stars for society to idolize. I mean, they'll just discard you when they're done with you, uh, to idolize and forget the has-beens of the yesteryears. So even in this life, the deal is not all that it's cracked up to be. And going further here, it's entitled Make the Right Deal. Draw nigh unto God, meaning draw near unto God, and he will draw nigh unto you, James 4.8. Uh, Luke 22.20, this cup is the New Testament in my blood which is shed for you. Again, the, the blood of Jesus Christ which was shed for us. When Jesus Christ announced these words just before his death on the cross, he was establishing a divine covenant between God and humanity. Jesus willingly sacrificed himself on the cross to take the punishment for all sins of humanity. He bore the wrath and shame that all people deserve, uh, this author included, myself included, and died. But in his resurrection from the dead, he has won victory for all people who put their faith in him. That is the real deal that every person has to make or reject. Doing nothing with Satan but ignoring God will still lead to eternal suffering alongside Satan. True. Very, very true. But believing in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins guarantees eternal life in paradise, even for those in the occult who may have made a satanic deal in their past. There are riches in eternity, there are mansions in heaven, there's a true peace and joy, and it just takes faith in Jesus Christ. That is the deal that the Lord is offering all people. Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be like red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Isaiah 1.18 The Illuminati-themed ads airing on television's richest night. Now is the time for Christians to share the gospel even with more urgency. There are truly souls at stake. Uh, the Bible says, submit yourselves, therefore, to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And I'm going to go ahead and post my teaching on um, salvation in, this, in the teachings afterward. I'm going to post that here as a link as well. If you're not saved, this is the first time you're hearing this, then you need to listen to this teaching and listen to these words that I've spoken today, particularly regarding salvation, like your life dependent on it. Not just like your life, but like body, soul, and spirit dependent, depends on it. Because it does. It does. And um, they would like, Hollywood would like to convince you that, oh, you have to make a deal with the devil in order to really go to hell. And that's a bunch of garbage. Okay? Because you don't have to do anything to go to hell. Just keep living the way you are and keep not trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ and his shed blood and his death, burial, and resurrection you know, to save your soul. Just keep not doing that and that's all you got to do. So I go through that um, subject in depth in this particular series and I'll post it here. Uh, it'll be on page 12. Now this PDF you're going to see is not like a normal one. I just kind of put this together today. I already had the, the newsletter that I had sent out. I wasn't even going to do a study today. So just consider this like a bonus study, but the PDF isn't up to my normal uh, standards, I would say. But it's. I figured it's better than nothing putting this out, kind of covering some current events today, going into this, particularly with the Super Bowl today, and then uh, next week hopefully we'll do more of an extensive teaching on some other Subject. So we'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day that you've given us and all your goodness and mercy, Lord. I thank you for letting us come together again, Lord, to uh, search these things out, to not be um, ignorant of Satan's devices, lest he get an advantage of us, so that, that we're not destroyed for lack of knowledge, Lord. And um, 
I pray that we're able to go out and also educate other people regarding these matters and that you would use the body of Christ and my listeners in this ministry or wherever your word or your truth is being preached worldwide, Lord, that you would bless it and use us mightily for your glory and that through us you would um, lead many, many people to the Lord Jesus Christ, that you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable and pleasing in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you would cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.